and a warm welcome to Smashing Secrets Feng Shui. We're your hosts. My name is Chloe. And I'm Joe, And we're a mother and daughter duo. This show is for all of those that are interested in Feng Shui, including those with no previous experience, but would like to learn how you can improve your life and your successes even more than you're doing already. That's right. This is the show for you because we're going to be breaking down the secrets of feng shui, making the principles much more accessible. This is so you can make your good luck better and make your bad luck smaller. And we're going to discuss how to do that with all the other interesting facts and features of feng shui and everything in between. I hope you enjoy listening. Hello and welcome back to Smashing Secrets Feng Shui. I'm one of your hosts. Chloe Russell. And I'm the other one. <laughs> I'm the mom. When I was whispering, I just heard you slurp through a little wine. <laughs> How do you know it's wine? Does it sound like wine? Because you told me it was wine. <laughs> right, yeah, it's wine. <laughs> Caught you in the eye. <laughs> so, hello, everyone. How are we doing? Pretty good, babes. How are you? I'm quite well, thanks. <laughs> Why are you whispering? <clears throat> it's Halloween. Do you know what? It really is. What? Oh, my God. Was that your it phone really that just went off, Mum? What do you mean? Phone. Did that you hear something? Yeah, the, fi- the thing that's in your hand right now that you're checking. <laughs> But it was on silent. <laughs> <Yeah>, really? <laughs> Did it make a noise? Sorry. <laughs> spooky, spooky Halloween special. Oh my god, it's a spooky Halloween special. <laughs> Let's just hope that you don't have any more fireworks. You don't have your crazy cat doing circuits of your boat no. and fireworks going off literally above your boat. Literally, like there are just some kids just <laughs> Like, right outside the gate of the boat, the fireworks were, like, above the boat, and the cat was just not having a very nice time. No, but he seems to have chilled out. He's sat here staring at me. He can, he'll jump at me very, very soon. He's kind of blinking at me. I think he's tired. Oh, little yeah. chap. Mum, what's your best impression of a ghost? That's it. That's really good. <laughs> I like that one. Oh my god, Mum, I learned a new joke. You ready? Has <laughs> it got anything to do with carrots and parrots? No, 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 no. Thank um, God for that. So, how many tickles does it take to tickle an octopus? How many tickles? One. Is that your final answer? <laughs> That's my final answer. It takes ten tickles. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> I actually like that. I think yeah. that's pretty funny. <laughs> there we go. I've cracked it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Die a happy person now. If, in fact, if you can put that on my tombstone, that joke. No, I really don't. And I don't want to think about tombstones, thank you very much. But it's Halloween. I know, but it's still a little bit too kind it's, of... It's the death day. So I have read today that in Celtic history, that's where dressing up on Halloween began. 
because you dress up like someone you weren't so that the ghosts that come out at Halloween can't recognise you. Is that right? Apparently so. Huh. Did not know that. I know. I'm not dressed up. No. I'm not dressed up. Nah, I guess we're uh, we're gonna get eaten up by some ghosts later then. No, some ghouls. Ghouls. Actually, outside there's lots of young children dressed up, and um, well, they'll be hope, safe. Uh, very hopeful for chocolate and <laughs> candies and sweets. And oh my god, do you think anyone will knock on the door? No, because um, we're they can't see my entrance because it's to the side and it's all very dark and scary so they're probably too timid and since I've been <laughs> living here nobody's knocked on my door really? even when I decked out a pumpkin and was oh. really sort of excited and bought loads of sweets oh. all the little kids thought nah no. scary cat lady I love Halloween. I think Halloween's so. Well, much do you remember fun. when we were in Fulham and we we had parties yeah. and we decorated? Yeah, you painted nice. all the walls orange. Yeah, and we had cobwebs and yeah, so Yeah, we had a smoke machine. Yeah, Tonya oh went to an amazing Halloween party. Actually, she was showing me pictures. It looked really good fun. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay, my darling. Back to business. So. Oh, oh, yeah. I meant to say. Okay. I've got the hiccups. So, okay. So, do you yeah. remember? So, first do of all, do you remember? When so, we today, just a little link back to what we're supposed to be doing the uh-huh. um, energy of the ox. Okay. Yeah. What's that's what we're talking about. No, that's, that's the ghost one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a ghost ox. It's a good, it's a good impression. I've that got one. no, I've got no idea what, what an ox like? makes. <laughs> that sounds like a sheep. <laughs> no, come on. So, so the energy of the ox comes under the water element, even though right. it's made of earth. Oh, really? Yeah, makes sense. Not really, but it, it does. So I, I can explain that when we warm up a little bit. I know okay. we're just. Um, Gabbling okay. away. So water, oh. as I mentioned before, has yeah. got is a powerful activator for wealth. And so do you remember last episode, you asked me about my water um, yeah. behaviour in, in terms of activation. Sí, amigo. So ask me again. Um, so earlier on in the summer period, around August time, if I'm correct, maybe perhaps July, correct me if I'm wrong. How's that wine? <laughs> I think it's possible. Well, mom, Wait, I, it, it was mom last, wasn't it last po- podcast? Experimentations. It probably was the last podcast. She had a big bucket of water and a pump, and to do get the good wealth, she used the water in the pump as an activator to activate the energy. And why don't and and tell everybody why I don't tend to do that. Often or because you and I, me and you, clash. Because well, <laughs> you're you're full of water. I don't know why that's bad for me, but oh, I'm Yang Metal, and metal makes water even stronger. 
I don't and live so, with you this time. So, ooh, so which is dynamic. why the dynamics have changed. And so as an experiment, I wanted to see whether or not the water method of groundbreaking or feng shui activating would still have a detrimental effect upon yours and I's relationship. And it You know what, transpires. that sounded like a poem. Sorry, that sounded really like a poem, what you just said. Well, I'm a poet. So, you know it. So... We yeah. wanted to, so where all these years, all of these years, How many, I haven't. I, I've only got, I've only got, tw- <laughs> I've only got 28 years on the clock for me. Are you talking about all your years? <laughs> yeah, I've got more than 28. Yeah. But all these years of doing feng shui, which is probably now. Oh, that is like all my life actually. That's yeah. Old. Yeah, more than your life. I've been avoiding the water method because it was a little bit too extreme and it ended up having lots of side effects that usually amounted to lots of tears and drama and emotions and it was all so dramatic. So I tended to avoid it, instead practising other methods of feng shui and um, getting good results. But then when we did the workshops, I wanted to try it out again because you'd moved out and we're living on the boat and so and we've been talking about it a lot and I just thought well curious I'll see what happens and you asked me last podcast or the podcast before what were my results and I told you that my results had amounted to not winning the lottery that's right yeah (laughs) sadly and um, instead having lots more contacts with people overseas and being particularly busy with lots of um, academia, lots of courses. I was going into more advanced layers of um, feng shui, so doing deeper studies of qi mendung jai, deeper studies of form school. Even though I covered it years ago, there's, I mean, there's so many good courses available. Joey Yap particularly is one that um, churns out a lot of courses, but there's stuff coming out of Singapore. There's all sorts of things. So so that water method enabled me to sharpen up my academia. And it's true, water is a, is related to knowledge and wisdom. So, so that's how it transpired. However, I changed dun, dun, things. Dun. I changed things. I changed the position of the water method. I looked at it from a different perspective because I'd been doing all this academic studies. So, Chloe, ask me again. Um, What's your impression of a ghost? (laughs) 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 Perfect. (laughs) My question to you is, what were the results? Of the water method that I've yeah. activated in the property, in my property, um, using my flying stars, using my Bazi, and particularly focusing on the month. This is what I did differently. So even though there is a wealth, beautiful wealth star in the southeast that remains until February, mm-hmm. it will be active. But I looked at things slightly differently. So I looked at my month stars and I looked at where the monthly energy was going to lie. So I put out two water, um, uh, well, want for a better word, buckets with um, the pumps inside. So they're moving, moving water. So I set up two water features. That sounds a little bit more sort of um, classy than a bucket. (laughs) Water fountain. Yeah. So I set up two water, uh, active water thingy-majiggies. Great. And yeah, guess what? I won the lottery. I'm, 
Did you? I did. How much? So on one of them, 3,000. Really? On another, on another one, 280. What? On another one, 1,100. What? And the best one, 6,700. Stop it. And about five lucky dips. What? Are you serious? I am. What? What? No way. <laughs> serious, yeah. How much money is that in total? In pounds or pence? P- pounds and pence. Okay, so let me just add That's it up That's over 10 you. grand. In pennies. What? In pennies? <laughs> what? I'm really yeah, confused six- now. <laughs> so it was 6,700 pence plus 1,100 pence plus 280 pence plus 3,000 pence that was 11,080 pence. Pence? Yeah. So what's that So about pound? 110 pounds 80p. Okay, okay. <laughs> in one month? Love. Come on. That's... that's... <laughs> Mum. Oh, my God. What a whirlwind. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's better than a poke in the eye. It's more than a spin. You, this is a perfect scenario of why you are a half full sort of person because you took that information and turned it into what I thought you were delivering 10 grand on a play to me there and it wasn't. I did. Yeah. Pence. Pence. <laughs> wow. Who else you... feels a bit like a mug here? <laughs> <laughs> put your hand up. But that's well, one, two, three, enough. four. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And some lucky well dips. Done. What did you win on lucky lucky dips? They're still in play. It's all. This is oh. all just like happened. So this is so, all within a month. Well, it was in the within the month of October. Strictly speaking, not the beginning of October. I think it was more like the fourteenth or something, middle of October when I moved in. But almost immediately it started to work. So, you know, small wins adding yeah, up. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm. I wonder. Mm. Mm. You know, um, well, congratulations so much <laughs> on your one. So I can't afford to um, take you out for some supper one day. Thank soon. you very much. Thank you very much. Um, can't wait to share your winnings <laughs> <laughs> that was funny yeah won the lottery yeah <laughs> <laughs> so today marks the day that Mars has gone retrograde in Gemini okay have you heard about well, this I have heard about this and um, I'd like to hear you tell me more about this well so I know for a fact that you're Scorpio rising Right. So let's see where Gemini falls into your chart. Um, Scorpio rising, where does... Gemini... I do know I've had a particularly odd day, which I'm putting down to the layers of heaven being very close to the layers of earth and all kinds of little spooks and ghouls and mischief makers being close oh, yeah. to the surface. Um, I mean... 
and you're not you're not dressed up, so you know you're not protected from all the the ghosts. I do have clothes on. Oh, <laughs> I'm not fully dressed. It's true. Ooh. Oh, do you want to see a bit of bare leg? Wow, you know we're gonna put this online. <laughs> I really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great. Everyone, everyone, that's a great incentive to go and watch these from now. You can see a knee. <laughs> a knee. So Gemini went so uh Mars went into Gemini in like August the twentieth, right? And okay. Gemini is the sign that likes to take in lots of information. It's like That's me. I love all that. I'm the exact same. And we've got Gemini in our moon, so it's it's a huge big thing for us. But it was a big thing for everyone from August. And it's kind of like, think of it as you're a student of life. Like you are constantly taking in information, like whatever interests that you have. Yeah. And now, so that happened from August the 20th. And Gemini is also quite a fast paced sign as well. It's quite sociable. It's very quick witted. It's very fast minded. Okay. Now, Now it's gone into retrograde as of today. And that... And the way that you can see how this affects you personally is you go to your rising sign Mm. and you can, on your astrology chart, even if you don't have a planet that falls in Gemini, you still have an impact of Gemini in your chart because it will be in a house. Like every sign, you, everybody has the every sign in their chart and has an influence of that sign in their chart. So when you hear this rubbish of like, oh, you're a Gemini, you're two-faced. Oh my god, I hate Geminis. Well, <laughs> you have Gemini in your chart. So it's a load of it's a load of crap. So we all oh. have we that's not a swear word, Mom. <laughs> that's not a swear mind word. Mind reader, mind reader. <laughs> um anyway, so We've gone into retrograde today and you go into your rising sign because you basically you see where Gemini falls in your chart. So for me, I'm Leo rising and it falls in my 11th chart. So you'd go online, you see like, okay, what does the 11th chart represent? So for you, for instance, I can see that I know that your rising sign is Scorpio and your Gemini falls in your eighth house. And I'm just reading on here, it just says in astrology, the eighth house is the house of the zodiac sign of Scorpio and planet Pluto. It is viewed as the house of sex, taboos, death, resurrection, and other people's possessions. We can infer from these general fields that it also rules legacies, heritage, and wills. So using that information and the fact that it's now Mars in retrograde, looking at those topics, and retrograde is all about like kind of reflecting as well. So mm. maybe this and it's this retrograde is going to be on till March. And mm. things are just going to slow down, you know. But for you, it's going to there's gonna, there's going to be something going on to do with those topics for you personally. Okay, so I'm not in a relationship. I've been celibate for a while, so it's not about sex. What was the other thing? Sex, tab- taboos, death, resurrection, and other people's possessions. It also rules legacies, heritage, and wills. Well. Mm. so death sounds a bit mystery possessiveness passion ambition well ambition Mm. i feel pretty ambitious right now but it's a time to reflect in all those things as well 
It's a time about reflection. Reflect about what it was like to be in a relationship. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. They're saying use it or lose it. Well, it's long gone. But then when Mars comes out of retrograde, it changed from Gemini to Cancer and that's when things speed up. So whatever house that you've got Cancer in, that part of your chart will then accelerate because we're going to suddenly come out. So let's have a look. Yeah, so if I'm all about death... Sexy ghosts and death and legacies. <laughs> well, death and sex. Um, that sounds all very dramatic. I'm not a dramatic... Well, maybe. Let's see. Am I? You're pretty dramatic, yeah. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> what? What is that? You're not dramatic. Uh, I should be able to just figure this out. I think that would mean if it was in your eighth house, that would just mean that it would be your ninth house, right? Because like we're just—I've got going no idea. You're you're into Western. I, I'm into ninth house of Georgia. Ah, okay. So the ninth house is about travel, philosophy, and higher education. All define the ninth house in medieval astrology. This region was linked to places and people outside of your village. So when Mars goes back into forward motion, which I think's March 20th, it's like March at some point. Oh, it, God, I know what this is. What? Oh, my days, yeah. What? Well, it's one of the things, I was looking at my, because I don't understand your one, although I find it incredibly interesting, mm. but it's all, it's, it, for some reason I can't grasp it, whereas my way of looking at astrology yeah, Barsi yeah, yeah. seems like very normal. I was looking at my chart for next year, 2023. Yeah. yeah. Which is a water rooster, uh, water rabbit. Rabbit, yeah. Yeah, uh, which clashes with the rooster. Ooh. And what I discovered, sorry to all those roosters out there, is um, it's going to be a bit of a sucky year. Ooh. And, um, I mean, we could save the level of suckiness to later. But one of the things it... it um, sort of punched into my awareness was um, my resources, my home, but also studying knowledge, um, but mostly home, is going to be um, sort of um, sh- sort of shaken up. And, um, I mean, I don't want to scare all the roosters out there, but there's a bunch of pretty nasty stars, including Clamala, um I can't say it, Clam- Clam- Chlamydia. No. <laughs> Look up celibacy. Um, no, um, clamality. Clamality. I can't what, say it properly. What does it mean? Pretty shit. Pretty bad. Sugar is not a swear word, Chloe. No. I've told you before. <laughs> pretty bad. <laughs> Yeah. So it's like total loss. And I was like, come on, I've had such a good year. Mm. So, um, yeah, so the rabbit will start to become quite frisky around springtime next year. So February, March, which, which is about the time you're talking about. Yeah, it's and March. And for yeah. me, with um, uh, self-element of Yang Water, it comes through to do with my resources. So mm. my resources include my knowledge, my wisdom, um, but also my home. And that's where I feel it's going, looking at my chart particularly, but that's where I feel it's going to oh. come out, is I'm going to need to move home for some reason. Also, and because, 
Go on. Sorry. Cancer sign is all about home as well. So basically, I've got to find somewhere else to live. Mm. Well, maybe in this period of reflection, you'll kind of figure out what... Because what was it? What was the eighth house thing? Taboos and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Legacy. What did you have? You had six. Well, let's scratch that out. <laughs> <laughs> you had death. I think we should scratch that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what we left with? I have a look. Eight house. Apart from the sexy ghouls, which I don't want. Thank you. Uh, eighth house. Sex, taboo, death, resurrection, other people's possessions. We can infer from these general well, bills that it also rules. pretty grim, isn't it? I don't want other people's possessions. Legacies, heritage and wills. So, basically, it's all pretty dark, isn't it? So, legacy implies somebody dies and leaves you something. So does a will. Heritage. It says the eighth house is commonly referred to as the house of sex. The I house delves into relationships. Well, mum, maybe, I'm sorry to announce, maybe you might have sex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How does that make you feel? Well, I don't think it's really <laughs> a conversation topic for this podcast because... Well, you're ignoring everything else. It's probably, like, this house is representative of sex, but it's in retrograde. So maybe it's a time where you're reconsidering things, you know? Okay, so... As I mentioned... (laughs) (laughs) I've been single for a while, and I'm perfectly fine with that. I'm quite happy with that. No, no, no. I'm in... Come on! I mean, Come a very... on, everyone message mum. Go on. No, I know. I know. No, no, if you, no if, you like, if you liked her leg, oh, sorry, her knee earlier, you know where to go. <laughs> Stop it. No. We, I, I'm very happy talking about astrology. I really don't think we should be going into XXX topics. <laughs> as long as you're not saying sugar over there, mum, it's all right. <laughs> but hang on. My mind's just exploding. <laughs> We're supposed to be talking about the we? How can we suddenly go on to death <laughs> and heritage? Because Cause honestly, I, mentioned, I mentioned Mars going into retrograde and took this podcast to a whirlwind. You haven't asked about my side of things, Mom. I'm hurt. Okay, well, I know you're probably having sex. I no, just don't I want don't, to no, know. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, darling, darling, how does Mars going backwards affect you? <laughs> Let me have a look. Uh, so I'm Leo rising. Leo so I've got rising. this until May, March. <laughs> March, yeah. Oh, if Goodness you listen me. really carefully, do you know you what? Children. I did. Do you know what's really funny now you mention it? What? I did meet a really good looking guy this morning. Oh, I here mean, we go. Super good looking. First day of retrograde. (laughs) It's in the eighth house of sex, ladies and gentlemen. Here she is. She's won the lottery. She's my sexy man. I'm quite happy winning the lottery. But let me tell you the story about meeting a sexy man this morning. Okay. And he was quite worried. I don't think he knew how sort of sexy he was or how attractive he was. (laughs) Yeah. So I was in the chemist. I was looking sure. for a, a particular cream for, a, I've got a 
you know, first time in my life ever, <laughs> a cold sore. Didn't Ooh, know what it was. I had so to ask sad. the nurse. And she said it's a cold sore. <laughs> so I was in the chemist looking for the cream to apply to said cold sore. I'm still in denial. And a guy came up to me who was happened to be very smartly dressed, very... Um, That's because you look. work in a very fancy area in London. Well, he was very smartly dressed. He was, he was very tall, dark and handsome. Yeah. Okay, he didn't have any hair on his head, but, you know... And he had, no, actually, he was clean shaven and like literally apart from his eyebrows, there was no fur on his face. And he said to me, I'm so sorry, but can you help me? So I looked up, gazed into those big brown eyes. And I said, yes, of course, how can I help? He said, I'm looking for some pain medication. So I said, oh, it's over there. So he said, I can't find it. So I said, let me show you. So I took him over to the area that I had just vacated and said, here are the pain medications. So he said, no, 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 I, I don't want paracetamol. I, I need something a little bit, something else. So I said, okay, well, this is the pain medication. So I said, you know, what's the problem? He said, period pain is for my wife. Uh, <laughs> so I just pointed to the pink box and left. Oh, <laughs> Does that fit with your... Mars legacy. Turn of events. This is the second time you've had me on like your finger. <laughs> I'm just like, then what happened? <laughs> You're rich? No. You have a boyfriend? No. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> so, so carry What's on, Chloe. Where were you? I did interrupt. Sorry. <sighs> okay, mine. So mine's in the eleventh house. So uh, since August. Basically, since when I moved into the house, I mean, into the boat, my social life has just been going like... Exploding. Yeah, like every evening I've got plans and it's just like, oh my good God, like it's just crazy. It's like so, so busy. And so when uh, when Gemini went into Mars, or when Mars went into Gemini, I think when Mars went into Gemini, that lit up August the 20th. And ever since then, it's been crazy and it's lit up the 11th house. And it says for me... The 11th house is all about friendships and groups, idealism and hope, and of course, the relationship to the collective. If you've got one or more planets in the house of your chart, don't be surprised if those themes are driving forces in your life time and time again. So, like... It's better than six. I mean, that's subjective, Mum. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> better so than death. That's... I would agree. But today's <laughs> Halloween, so also controversial opinion. However, now my thing's in retrograde, so I think that means for me it's time for me to kind of like call off and reflect and actually think about how I'm spending my time with friends, like just just call off being so busy and I am so desperate for that at the same time because I'm just like, Mm. oh my God, please. So I've got that to look forward to and I can't wait. Uh, I feel very ready for it. And then when Cancer goes, when things go forward with Mars and Cancer, which is March, that will mean it will go into my 12th house, which is where I've got... What does that mean? So the 12th house, and I've got this, I've actually got it in Cancer. I've I've got Mercury in Cancer in my chart, and Mercury means the planet of communication. 
And that's going to go forward at that time, which means it will be conjunct, which means it will be even stronger. God, I'm so good. So the 12th house, <laughs> the 12th house is the unconscious. So it says, likewise, Ooh. the 12th house is considered the unseen realm and governs all things that exist without physical forms like dreams, secrets, and emotions. Those born with planet... Ooh. Those born with planets in the 12th house are often highly intuitive, perhaps even psychic. Okay, well, that's so cool because, you know, I, t- I was telling you about doing, I was doing all those courses, mm. like just bang, bang, one after the other, one after the other. There's just so many things going on. A lot of it was to do with quantum thinking and oh. uh, and the power of the mind, the power of the subconscious, the power of the emotion, the power of feeling. And I was sort of going to save all that up for later podcasts, but now you've brought it to my attention. I think it now is a perfect time, Halloween and all. Yeah. Is, and because we're at the end of the 12 animals. Yeah, we are. Mm. So... I was going to suggest, I mean, actually Feng Shui does have a spiritual realm. In fact, that's one of the things that I've been studying is Chi Mandun Jai, which has got a strong, strong spiritual or, or guide, spiritual guide, guiding influence. And I've been lapping it up. It's extraordinary. But maybe when we get to March, perhaps you and I could talk because it's very powerful in terms of not just Feng Shui, but in terms of visualize visualizing what you want and and uh, um, you know there's a lot of stuff on the internet about manifestation and uh, attracting the secret all these different things but they 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 always seem a little bit out of reach if you know what i mean i mean mm. i don't know when when we were living in fulham so you would have been maybe five uh, or six or seven yeah, that yeah. sort of age group there was a lot of stuff coming through to do with bob proctor and um those sorts of people and doing with the secret and it was it was a big big thing and uh, I remember reading yeah. books about the Celestine prophecy it was was a big one it's actually a great book the peaceful warrior another great book mm. um there was a lot of those sort of sort of books which basically had the same message just in different ways but they were I honestly would read them again and again and again because they're so beautiful mm. but it is all about the power of the mind so where Feng Shui is looking at the environment, there's don't forget the trilogy of luck has man luck and heaven's luck. So you do have up to two thirds of your luck is is actually away from the environment. Mm. The environment can help you make it more, um, can set things up and can make things, it can boost things, can change your luck in 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 a very physical way. But man has free will and the spiritual luck, the universal luck, a lot of that does come into that quantum realm. So it could be when you start to go racing forward in your March period, Mm. which um, actually, because March comes under the rabbit and it's also year of the rabbit, which combines with the energy of the dog and you're also in the luck pillar of the dragon, so you've got lots and lots and lots of spiritual energy because when we t- yeah. when we think about the mysterious, mystical, um, spiritual animals, one's the rabbit, another one's the snake, dragon. dragon. Yeah, yeah. So there's so you're going through a lot of that at the moment. So it is a question of being careful what you wish for, Ooh. and um, and to really because also the dog and the rabbit combine makes fire fire is very visual 
Oh. Period nine is uh, the whole 20 years of period nine is is to do with the fire energy. So lots of love, compassion, uh, spirituality. But we've also got visionaries. So, mm. so for anybody or everybody that's listening, hopefully there's thousands of you, to see in your mind's eye what you would like to achieve, what you'd like to attract, what you'd like to bring forward into the earthly realm starts with your imagination. It starts with your mind's eye. It starts with how you see yourself, how you see your future, how you see your world. And then you put in the energy, the emotional force, and that comes back into that water. So we've got the heart, the love and the compassion, the visualization, that warmth. But when we start putting energy into it, such as emotions, then we start to activate things. We start to make things quite powerful. Mm. And we can reinforce that using feng shui. We can look at what's in our environment. Is our environment conductive? Is our environment supporting us? Is it maybe a really negative environment and it's sapping all of our strength? It's it's leaving us weak, tired, stressed out, or maybe we've got lots of negative things going on in our lives at the moment that are making us distracted and stopping us from really focusing on our dreams and our desires. So I think that's really, really interesting. Mm. I'm completely flummoxed at how how my one is because I'm stuck on the sex and death <laughs> and heritage. What does her- heritage, what's that? I thought that's just for queens and kings and things. Maybe you'll win the lottery even more, Mum. The na- 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 well, lottery you. heritage. Oh, have you lost me? Well, I've already won the lottery one, two, three, four times, plus the lucky dips in literally two weeks. Yeah. I mean, that does give a little indication of how many tickets I've bought. <laughs> yeah. Have you actually made any money or have you just broke even? No, no, I did. I did. I did make money. How much? Especially when I got 67 quid. Um, well, the 30 quid and the 67 quid, they were the bulk ones. And then I got one for eleven. Do you mean do you mean six thousand seventy seven hundred pennies? Yeah, pence. Yeah. Did you like what I did there? No, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't actually. I didn't appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) But I got you so enthusiastic. Yeah. So um, yeah. So I won like a hundred quid over a series of um, days. But we're not, you know. Pretty good. We're still going. Would you like to talk about the ox? I would love to. (laughs) Okay, so the energy of the ox, may have mentioned before, comes under the water element, which is like quite sort of confusing when you think about the energy of the ox because it's encased in the earth energy. And that's because the earth sign is like a transitional energy. So after each, if you like, um, season, you end up with an earth sign. So if you look at spring, you have um, the energy of the tiger, February, the energy of the rabbit, both wood, March, and then wallop, you get a dragon, Earth, young Earth. Mm. But then we move on to summer. So you've got the snake and the horse, then wallop, another Earth sign, goat, which has also hidden energy of wood. Then you move into autumn, you've got the monkey, yang metal, then you've got the rooster, yin metal, then wallop, you've got another Earth sign, the dog. And then we move into winter where you've got the pig and then the rat, deep water, and then, I won't say wallop, but wallop, you've got an ox sign. (laughs) Say sugar. (laughs) 
sugar. So, oh, soursop. So then, soursop. So then, that's where we are now. So we're in this transitional period from the goat, which is uh, essentially a, a winter energy associated with January, and it's sort of clumped in with the water sign. But we know when we look inside the ox that it's not just water. We have inside some earth energy and, yeah, okay, there's water energy, yin water, but there's also a metal energy. So you can you can see where the water comes from. The earth supports metal, metal supports water. But there's three elements in there. And it's also part of that transition from winter into spring. So when we come out of the ox, we'll be back to February, that mover and shaker, that tiger energy. Mm. So what do we like? What do we know about the ox? Well, we know that the ox is in in the old, um, when I first started um, studying this, there was one of the first stories, because feng shui is based on a lot of stories. And one of the first story that I heard was about how the um, stars adopted animal names. And it was um, supposedly they were swimming across a fast-moving river and you had the 12 animals and the first one to cross actually physically with the strength and the stamina and the sort of sure-footedness or, well, I suppose if you're swimming, he wasn't walking. But anyway, the one that got across first was the ox. But the mm. animal that actually um, hit the bank first was the rat. And the reason for that was because was the rat, being very clever and a survivor, managed to, as the ox plunged into the fast-moving river, he the, uh, the rat jumped on the back of the ox and, without the ox knowing, ran up to the top of the head. And as the ox approached the other bank, the rat jumped off. So the rat was the first one to reach Buddha. That's what they were trying to do. They were trying to reach Buddha. But the ox was the first one out of the 12 animals with the most um, bravery, I suppose, or the most... The the one with the when I think about the ox, I think of somebody that or people that I know with the ox energy or people that carry that energy. They 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 don't. It's not about drama. It's about getting the job done. So it's one step at a time. So they once they recognise that their role was for, to cross one bank to another, they got in the water and they slowly ploughed on. They didn't realise that the rat was being cheeky and hitching a lift. But they got across before the other animals. And so the one immediate behind was the tiger. That's why the tiger comes up next. And then all the others, once other mystical animals, once they saw how the others were doing it, they got involved. And that's why they follow suit. But the ox was the first one. And so the way I see it, or the way it relates to me, is that the ox is, has this this bravery, this strength, this... It's not just about being courageous. I put that more towards the tiger energy, but it's about steadfast. Said being is that the right word? Being steadfast, being being sturdy, being strong, being determined. They, these are water energies, and the ox really sort of embraces that. It's got that earthly sort of energy. It's very grounded. And when you in the olden days, it it was before tractors and all sorts. You had oxes ploughing the fields, and they just got on with the job. You know, it wasn't about being super quick. It was about doing a good job and doing it well. Just one 
foot in front of the other, boom, boom, boom. It could be about endurance. You know, they, they're there morning, noon and night. They just do the same thing. They, they plow on, they carry on. And that's the energy that I, that really resonates with me when I think about the ox energy. It's, it's, it doesn't need bells and whistles and glorification. It just wants to do the job and do it well. And I really, really admire that. I, th- I really respect that. I think that, and the people I know that carry that energy tend to have that general persona within them. So people born year of the ox, it comes through in their career. People born month of the ox, so January babies, they tend to have it within their character and personality, also can come through in their career. If it's in that day of the ox, then it could come through as who they are essentially, but it can also come through in their partner and in their relationships. So very reliable, very steady that sort of energy. And if it's in the hour, then it comes through in their, their relationships with friends, but children, but also comes through in their dreams and um, expectations, desires, um, that sort of thing. So it's quite a solid energy. It's very grounding. And it's also very practical because we've got inside of that, we've got the metal element, it's yin metal. So it's very much to do with connectivity, connecting with others. And when it's connected, when it comes across, when there's a rooster, it's like magnets joining together. The the ox and the rooster are very compatible. They connect together and we get a, a harmony. When we add a snake energy, we've got a triple harmony. So the snake, as we mentioned earlier, has got that mystical energy. It's about endings and beginnings. It can be taboo. Oh, that reminds me. With all my taboo-ness coming through, maybe I'll, I'll meet a dude that's got a bit of snake inside there. Mm. Yeah. Endings and beginnings. Who knows? But... Um, when you've got the three together, the snake, the ox and the rooster, it's a very powerful energy associated with communication and connectivity, maybe networking, socializing, could be to do with more digital things. There's there's it's it's a it's a very quick um metal element which is well, I'm just thinking of the internet really and all the possibilities that lie there. Mm. Okay, I've lost my train of thought. That was all very interesting. <laughs> Did you do the hour above? Yeah, hours are more to do with your relationships with children, if you're oh. of that age. If you're not of that age, it's more to do with relationships with your friends and social group. Um, it can also relate to siblings and it can also relate to your sort of way of thinking and your dreams, expectations, that sort of thing, and how you like how you approach... Yeah, like, yeah, I suppose. So it might be um, people that like to really analyse things and understand things before they take a sort of leap forward. Mm. But it, I find it a, a very, it's an energy for me that, I guess because I'm a rooster, but it's an energy for me that re- represents support and security. It's, 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 it's a yin earth energy, so it's very receptive it's it can absorb information so you it's absorbed that metal and water com- combination inside it reacts to the energy of the goat so when it's around the energy of the goat then the hidden stems that are inside are released so that's that knowledge and wisdom but also mm-hmm. connectivity with others but it's loyal as well earth earth energies is can be very loyal and um uh, kind and gentle so people with the ox element 
within their charts tend to carry those qualities that in their persona and um and i think they're they're quali- admirable qualities they're qualities that should be applauded there's sh- more kind if you had more kind people in the world can you imagine how much nicer the world would be if you've got more thoughtfulness more kindness more gentleness you know i mean For sure. we need we need more Defo. what years are the ox so in my <clears throat> Also, we have um, 15 minutes to wrap up, including a mini reading. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So quick as quick as I can. Quick as 2009 was a yin earth ox. The one before that was 1997 yin fire ox. Very spiritual. Um, 1985 yin wood ox. We know that wood breaks up the earth, so both energies there not as strong as they could be. I would be anybody who's got born in the year of 1985. I would certainly look at their month, day, and hour pillar as well as the year pillar. Don't just base it on your year, even though year is very much career based. Have a look at what else is going on because the wood is not compatible with the earth so easily unless you've got a wee bit of fire in there. 1973 water ox again water is absorbed by earth so i would have a look at see what else is going on and i'll be looking for metal in that instance 1961 yin metal ox great communication great connectivity great for all sorts of things um 1949 yin earth ox strong stable receptive loyal um, 1937, back to yin fire ox. 1925, another yin wood ox. Comes through go. every January mm-hmm. and can also be available in somebody's hour and day of birth. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. If you've got an ox in your chart, let mom know she's single <laughs> and in Mars <laughs> retrograde. No, I, I need a snake. A sna- if you've got a snake and an ox, you're... A home winner. Do you reckon? Yeah. Why not? Well, because then that connection would all make metal, which would make my water stronger, so I could uh, become you'd an get emotional really wreck. Pissed off. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I could be a drama provider. What would you prefer? Would you prefer a snake or Dickie was a snake. Was it? Yeah. Has dad got an ox in his chart? No, your dad's got a snake. Oh, so I clearly you like snakes. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, in Mars? real life, I'm terrified of snakes. Um, <laughs> no, was that Mars? May, May, May. Yeah, May's month of the snake. Dicky's a Scorpio, so he would have been November. no. But he was born year of the snake. Oh, there you go. Mm. In fact, he had a very he was um, a very active chart. He had the year of the snake, month of the pig, pig and snake clash. Day of the tiger, tiger and the snake, all moving stars. All and look at how much travel he did. Yeah, oh my god, he could not sit still. That man, Dickie Jobson, he's very Googleable. Go for it, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, you, you told me recently he was the one that actually drew the island record logo. He, what he did was he, um, he when they were founding. Island Records, that was him and Chris, Dick, um, Dickie came came up with a brooch and it was the brooch of palm trees on an island and he showed it to Chris. Oh. As far as I'm aware, 
Chris Chris might have other stories, but as far as Dickie told me, that brooch became the logo of Violent Records. Mm. So funny, um, a week ago, I can't remember adding them, but a week ago, Chris Blackwell Jr. accepted my friend request on Facebook. No way! Did he, I didn't know. Did he have a son called Chris Blackwell Jr.? Yeah, you've, you've met him. Have was, I? Yes, loads of times in Theo. He His was the son. tennis... Beautiful, uh, very handsome, good-looking boy. Um, yeah, but he was playing tennis. He was a te- he was a, a tennis prodigy. Is that the right word? Oh really? He, or I mean, God, I'm going back years. I mean, he's probably grown up now. We accepted me. Oh, God, he accepted me on Facebook, and I sent him a message, and I said, "I hope things are nice on your end." Um, it's rainy here in London. And then they said, hi, Chloe. I hope you're well, too. Um, and that was Who it, really. are you? <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> When I like... last saw you, you were like five. Yeah, he has no idea who I am, but he accepted me. But we've got Alex Brown as mutual friends, so he's probably like... Oh, that's nice. So random. Maybe I'll message him and just be like... My mum remembers you more. <laughs> no, no, we were in the hurricane together at Panchapan. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Ask him if he remembers. Because we were there. Is his mum Mary? Oh, goodness me, I can't remember. No, 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 no. Not Mary. I think his mum's was in New York. I don't think we met his mum, but he was in he was in Jamaica with us in Pantry Pan. Hurricane Dean. Was it Hurricane Dean? It was Hurricane Dean. It's another story where we nearly died, everyone. Yeah, Jamaica and, was good at that, <laughs> and and we we were with Lion. And do you yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah. He's um Lion. <clears throat> sorry, Lion was a rag. What do you call him? Ragafarian, Ra- Rastafarian. Like Mum once got a hornet that went down her throat, not a throat, God, down her back, and Lion took it out of his hand and just picked up loads of herbs and then just rubbed it on her back and then it like made it better. Yeah, yeah, because the sting was really painful mm. and then Lion literally just plucked a load of um, herbs. Lion. Plucked Lion. a load of herbs off the riverbank, squished yeah, it into yeah, his palm, yeah. made a paste, applied it to that awful, I think it was a hornet actually. It was a hornet. Yeah, and um, and took the sting away and within seconds I was better. I remember that happening. I remember you screaming. I think that's yeah, what I remember. Yeah, it was painful. So. It was underneath. You were swimming like, in the river. Do you remember? Yeah, it was the river by the bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I'm sure we should be doing really the mini interested. reading. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I, in You've got eight minutes. Seven minutes. I've, well, in eight minutes, I've got uh, reading t- for somebody who's um, been very patient. So let's do so we've the. So we've got a woman. Her birthday Called. is no, can't say it, Mum. You can't say her oh. name. <laughs> okay. But Mum really likes your name, so you're gonna know who I you thought, are. I thought your name was really cool. Mum thinks your name means girl in French, but I don't know if that's true. But anyway, your birthday is October the sixth, nineteen ninety one, and your birth time is nine fifty nine a.m. And you have said to us, "Hi." I enjoy listening to your podcast on Spotify. I was wondering what my luck would be like in period nine. I just listened to your rooster podcast and it piked my interest in my chart because I am a combination of three different animal signs. Thank Mm -hmm. you and look forward to more information, informative podcasts. Okay. So I'll try not to go. 
Right. So this lady is born year of yin metal over the goat. And so we know that the energy of the goat is is encased. It's it's got an earth sort of exterior. So it means first first layer, the earth energy is supporting the heavenly stem of yin metal. Means great communicator. Now I think that's absolutely amplified because when I look at her month of birth, we've got yin fire sensitivity um, over the ox not the ox, I lied, over the rooster. Again, communication. So we've got two yin metal stars there, one in the year, one in the month. So that tells me that this person is a great communicator and possibly is using connectivity or networking or socialising within her her career. If she isn't, she should be because she'll be really good. She's also got a spiritual energy with the yin fire, so quick, sensitive mind, a very penetrating mind. Maybe if that energy is not looked after, it could sort of veer towards some um, need support in some way. Otherwise, there is a risk of some um, anxiety or anxiousness. If she has um, lots of wood in her chart or during periods of wood and fire and she brings up period nine, then that anxiety dissipates. So period nine, I can tell straight away, is going to be a good period for her. Then I look at her day of birth. We've got yin earth over the other rooster. Again, we've got another rooster. Yin metal, communication. So communication is really important. Now, what did we learn about two roosters together? There's a clash. It's it's not really a clash. It's a self-penalty. So it means that this person could be quite hard on themselves. So they may so we've got to look out for that. So self-sabotage. So mm-hmm. if if this young lady's not perhaps looking after herself as well as she could be, it could have a detrimental effect on pers- upon her personal relationships as well as friends and family members, and it could also have a knock-on effect on her career. So being a person with a self-penalty, and the thing with roosters, they love to worry. They they love to worry. I've got it, I've I've got two self penalties myself, so I know how easy it is to sort of spin into that spiral. So I really would like this lady to to not do that. And instead to recognise that it's okay to worry occasionally. It's okay to be um pay attention to fine detail that's what yin metal does it focuses on fine detail you can't have everything perfect all the time so so it's okay if things aren't perfect that's what she has to allow herself is this sort of buffer of this um it doesn't need to be pristine all the time otherwise they can sort of worry and get anxious about about all sorts of things the other thing that tells me this person is extraordinary is she's born during the hour of yin earth over the snake. And as we mentioned, we've got a combination between the snake and the rooster, it supports mm. the metal element, and a triple harmony effect when the ox gets involved. And blow me, guess what a luck, her current um, luck pillar is? Ox. Aye, aye. We've got yin metal ox. So that energy began in 2021, which was an ox year, yin metal ox year. So she's just started to this luck pillar, yin metal of the ox. That means it's to do with business and career, connectivity, networking, triple harmony effect. So the ox clashes with the go, means a big change. 
We've got a triple harmony effect with her ideas and her personal relationships, but also with her career. So I'd love to know what sort of things that she's she's playing around with or what sort of ideas are coming through, what flashes of inspiration she might be having, um, because all of it is very much geared towards her, what she does, her productivity. Now, it could also mean babies because it's in that luck pillar of, of the hour. It does have a bearing on her her personal relationships as well as professional relationships. But it's also with that ox and um, rabbit, uh, ox and goat clash, it's, um, it's, it's something's changing, something's being released. Inside the ox, we've got yin metal, yin earth and yin water. So there's money there. There's favourable people and business. Inside the uh, goat, we've got yin fire, something spiritual, something spiritual, We've got favourable friends, but we've also got yin wood. So anxiety maybe, or responsibilities. Something's shifting, something's changing. Now that energy began in uh, 2021. It's going to go on until 2031. And then she makes a, a ton of money. So Whoa. I'm yeah so I'm quite excited into seeing what develops this year and next year. So this year we have a tiger. Tigers combine with the goat make wood energy. So maybe there's some maybe she's still dealing with some stuff. In fact that's what next year could be. So next year could be the big shift and change because she has um, the month of her birth is yin fire over the rooster. Next year is yin water. 2023 is yin water over the rabbit. So we mentioned earlier about the rabbit clashing with the rooster, but yin water will also clash with yin fire. So that means... Something shifting, something changing, uh, changing in with her social group, with career. Also to do with relationships. So there's a so she's got a big year coming up. So have I. Perhaps we can swap stories, but I definitely see in things getting bigger and better for her, particularly once she moves into period nine. So. Next year might be a little bit unexpected. Things might not pan out as smoothly as she foresees, but it's all meant to be. And in fact, she will, by coming out of her comfort zone and maybe having expanding her relationships, maybe going out into maybe especially creative fields, expanding on the creativity, then I should imagine she's going to build more relationships on a a sort of wider scale that's going to become more important to her as she gets older. So period nine is going to very much be to do with her knowledge and her resources. It's a fire energy. She's an earth person. I see changes coming up through 2023 and 2024. 2023 is more to do with um, unexpected change, home life, and um, relationships. 2024 
We've got strong harmonies, strong combinations, really, really powerful energy. And then period nine, it all opens up and it becomes um, very strong and supportive. So she's only got this kind of adjustment. Maybe maybe things don't work out as she foresees during period, um, 2023, but it's all meant to be to show her other possibilities because whatever path she takes particularly between March and September 2023, I think will lead her to quite possibly a completely new new way of living, a new way of perceiving the world or reacting to the world or responding to the world. And I see it as being a very favourable situation because, as I say, the luck pillars after that, the 10, 20, 30, 40 50 years after that, all combined. Woo-wee. Yeah. So, yeah, she's in a sort of un, unusual situation now, but she's going to be fine. And oh let's God. not forget that triple harmony, the snake, the rooster, and the ox combined. So it's suggesting that whatever unusual work situations appear, particularly around January this year, well, there's strong levels of harmony, but it's also to do with power status, connectivity, and um, something unusual, something unexpected. I'd love to know more if she wants to share, but influence. Well, maybe she gets a full reading by you and then she is influenced. Well, maybe we could look at her feng shui, but I mean, I see lots and lots of levels of harmony, but being a rooster and having looked into roosters how they fare next year, I can tell her, and bear in mind she's got two, one, number one, priority number one, do not be hard on yourself. Do not deny yourself. Be aware of your dreams and your intuition, your expectations, because they're all heightened, really heightened. But also there are things beyond your control. So let go of the control. Be okay with what's going to be transpiring. There probably will be changes to the job front, probably will be changes even to the home, such as I'm looking at. But it's it's she's got more harmony in her chart than I've got in mine, and she's got one of the most lucky signs in period nine that there is, and that comes through in career. So even though things might be, even though that's the other thing about water, when you think about um, the... Uh, in terms of Kabbalah, you've got this thing about, um, I mean, we're not talking, I mean, I'm just throwing Mom, that in there. Yeah. Time. Okay, sorry. I was going to go off on a big launch. Yeah, I but... know. That's why I had to call you in quickly because <laughs> you're late for something and we're five okay. minutes over Okay, you. so basically she's got a great chart, but, yeah, unpredictable things are occurring, uh, particularly around December and January and pretty much the whole of 2023 but 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 mostly march through to september but don't be afraid don't be worried don't be anxious it's it it's it will sort itself out and it, it's if you like it's to show you another perspective it's to show another way of being and and it can be really beautiful excellent and happy birthday for earlier on this i think month. my battery's gone <laughs> Great. That's not phones. Great. So um 
maybe I will just say goodbye to you because mum can't hear anything that I'm saying. You're so. going to have to finish everything because I can't hear anything. <laughs> That's what I just said, mum. <laughs> okay, I'm going to put the thumbs up to her. I'm going to just say to her now, don't worry, Chloe's got it. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's just you and me now. Thank God for that. God, she just rattles on, doesn't she? She's actually dancing right now. It's going to be fun for her to listen back to. Um, thank you so much for listening once again. It's been great to have you. Mum's doing a thumbs up. What great timing this is. <laughs> um, um, now she's just making loads of noise. Um, God, it's weird just being you and me listening. Wow. Have you had a nice day? Have you had a nice evening? Well, if any case, I hope you do have one or the other. Mum looks kind of scared. I'm just going to keep talking to you. <laughs> but I'll tell her to say bye. And we can both say bye. I'm going to say, say bye. Oh, bye. <laughs> bye, everyone. Thank you again for tuning in. And we look forward to welcoming you next time. Bye-bye.